Thanks, Brian. Well, good, good afternoon. It's already 1230. Um, thanks for everyone coming out today to learn about civil engineering. My presentation is called, Oh, the Places You'll Go with Civil Engineering. Because you could go a lot of places. A civil, civil engineering is a vast engineering with a lot of different outlets. So once again, as Brian said, my name is Kimberly Hastings. Um, a little background on me. I attended Moraine Valley um, to get some of my prerequisites out of the way. I took Calculus 1, 2, 3 here at Moraine Valley. <coughs> and you know what, that probably made me the most successful in obtaining my engineering degree because those are hard courses. And it's really difficult to take those courses at a university because sometimes the class sizes are quite large. So you're talking about taking some really intricate calculus courses with a class size of 100 people. So you don't really get that one-on-one -on -one relationship as you do here at Moraine Valley. So one recommendation, make sure you, uh, you take those math courses here and possibly those physics courses too. From Moraine Valley, I moved on to um, obtain my bachelor's in science and uh, civil engineering at Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Um, and then, as Brian says, I serve on your board of trustees here at Moraine Valley. So if you have any questions about your college, I'd be happy to answer those too, as well as, well as any um, engineering questions. And then as Brian says, I'm a resident engineer with Trans Systems Corporation. We're a consulting firm. I'm going to go a little bit into that a little bit later in our presentation. Um, I've worked with Trans Systems for more than 10 years now. <coughs> so safety first. Every single day we start my job site with a safety briefing. It's just to prepare ourselves for in case of an emergency. Um, so our location here is 9000 College Parkway, Palos Hills. We're in Building L in the Library Lounge. So I need a volunteer who would call 911 in case of emergency. All right, thank you. And then is anyone qualified in doing CPR? Okay, so you're gonna be our primary, what's your name? Kelly, Kelly. oh no, you're calling 911, so let's make sure. And your name is? Kyle. Kyle, all right, thanks Kyle. You'll be our primary, we'll need a backup. Who is one other person who knows CPR? Okay, great, thank you. Um, <coughs> and then we'll have a rally point too, just in case of an emergency. Uh, let's just go outside to the courtyard. Um, so it's just down these stairs, down in the middle. No, look to your left and right. Let's make sure that we obtain all these people at our rally point. Um, and then remove those hazards. If we have any book bags, let's just make sure we put them underneath the seats um, so we have a safe walking entrance out the building. All right, we're set. We're safe. <laughs> so you're here today. What? is civil engineering, right? We have a big choice ahead of us. We gotta choose our career. It's probably the most biggest question, our biggest decision in life is what are we gonna do for the rest of our lives, right? And I know I struggled with it, and I'm not sure if you guys are struggling with it, but you need to find your common interests. So I know my family and my friends helped me out with it. They're like, you know, Kim, what do you, what do you like to do? I mean, what's your interest? What do you want? Where do you see yourself? What do you like? And I was like, well, I like science, I like math, I like being outside and doing things. Well, okay, what about civil engineering? So what is civil engineering? Civil engineering is the professional engineering discipline that deals with the design, the construction, the maintenance of physical, naturally built environment, including the works of roads, bridges, canals, dams, and buildings. Well, like I said, all the places we're gonna go. We're gonna go to all those places. 
Um, civil engineering is the second oldest engineering discipline after military engineering. So that, I mean, that we've been building things from day one. So that's, that's the basics of civil engineering. And then also too, all the places we'll go, there are so many sub-disciplines in civil engineering. And we're not gonna focus on all of these because we'll be here all day, but we are gonna focus on the top five, which is environmental engineering, geotechnical engineering, structural engineering, hydraulic engineering, transportation engineering, and construction engineering. <coughs> and why are we gonna focus on those? Well, because when you do go on to your four-year university or to your remaining two years, those are the um, groups that your studies are gonna focus on, you're gonna specialize in. So I specialized in structural engineering, and then I took a couple upper-level courses in hydraulic engineering. So, credentials. Okay, so what do we need to do to become a civil engineer? Well, a good starting place is if you participate in the Moraine Valley Community College partnership with the University of Illinois, which guarantees admission to the College of Engineering. What a great program we have right here. I have a pamphlet if anyone's interested. <laughs> because when you apply to a university, you're just applying for general admission. You have to go on to apply to a college that you want to specialize in. So that's another application. We have that program here at Moraine that you could actually just walk into the doors of the College of Engineering at U of I, which, by the way, is the number one school in civil engineering in the United States. I still think Southern's better, but we'll just leave it with that. <laughs> um, but regardless, you guys can you know, do your two years here at Moraine Valley and then move on to another engineering school. <coughs> one recommendation, my second one today, is um, participate in an internship. It is so key to have an internship just to get the feel of what you're going to be doing in real life. Um, I had an internship for three summers, and every single summer I was motivated to go back to school, get those hard courses over with, because I knew this is what I wanted to do in the future. And then also, too, with an internship, that internship, if you're good, which I'm sure all you guys are, they're going to offer you a job after you get out of college. So um, definitely go after those internships. Graduate with your bachelor's in science in civil and environmental engineering. <coughs> and then civil engineering is a professional career, so therefore you have to take tests to make sure that you're qualified to do the work, kind of like nursing or being a doctor or teaching. Um, so the first test you need to take is called the Fundamentals of Engineering exam, and this can be completed at your last year, your senior year of college. Moving on, four years later, you take your professional engineering exam. So that states that you are a true engineer and you could seal and sign documents saying that this is a structurally sound document. And then the state of Illinois requires one additional exam if you want to be a structural engineer. So moving on, does anyone have any questions yet? Yeah. One and done. So your fundamentals is just your one test. Take it and you're done. Your professional engineering exam, you could take it, but then to re keep your license current, you have to continue your education. So you have to get so many hours a year to make sure that your license is renewable. And then your structural engineering is the same way. You still have to do participate in classes. Um, 
So, and then also too, just if you don't pass it on the first time, you could take it several times before you could pass it. Uh, they're big tests, but just like teaching or nursing or anything like that, um, they're the same way. Yeah. It does. Oh, dam. Interesting. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that. I'm not too familiar with dam construction, but seems to make sense. Yeah. So, good thing to hear. Dam construction jobs, <laughs> right? Um, anybody else have any questions yet? All right. So I'm going to go into briefly like those five top topics that we talked about. Um, just so you guys can get a feel for each type of engineering that you could be in civil engineering. So first one is geotechnical engineering. And geotechnical engineering is super interesting. Um, it's the branch of civil engineering concerned with the engineering behavior of the earth materials. Uh, you're going to evaluate natural slopes and man-made soil deposits. And basically, it's the first thing that you need to do on a project. <coughs> um, you need to evaluate the ground. Is the ground strong enough to take a building? Is the ground strong enough to take a retaining wall? And how do you do that? Well, in that upper picture, uh, you take a soil boring. So you have a rig, and you drill into the ground, and then you, with, you withdraw a soil sample. And then a geotechnical engineer will go ahead and do the analysis on that soil boring. So key things that we need to know about this, the soil we need to know the bearing pressures. Like I said, can this building stand on the ground? Or is the building too heavy? Is the building going to start turning over? Um, kind of like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right? Everyone knows about. Um, one big thing in the Illinois area is like water levels. Um, there's so many times we're digging a hole and we hit the water table, and then all of a sudden we flood the project, which is no good. And that's kind of big down in the south too, like New Orleans, that's why they have above ground graves because of the water levels. So geotechnical engineers just gonna do the analysis of the soil, they're gonna make recommendations based on the soil. Sometimes you have to make modifications to the soil to make it strong enough to do your next job. <coughs> Environmental engineering. So environmental engineering is the application of scientific and engineering principles for the protection of human populations from the effect of adverse environmental factors. <laughs> so environmental engineering is more geared towards the chemist. It's more geared towards the biologist. If you're into being outside and taking water samples to see what the water consists of, that's something that you would be interested in. One big part of environmental engineering is that you're going to find those engineers in wastewater treatment plants. Um, as you can see, there's just a document that kind of shows the way that the water travels through a wastewater uh, plant, and the environmental engineer is going to be there for each step of the way to make sure it's doing what it needs to be doing, testing that water, making sure it's safe for us to drink. Um, so that's a big component of it. Another thing an environmental engineer would do is, for instance, that's very popular on this area is like airport airport noise eval pollution evaluations. It was a big deal when O'Hare opened up their new runway with the noise in the community. Um, so they'll do that kind of study as well. Uh, hydraulic engineering. So, what do we think hydraulic engineering is? 
has to do with water. It's the concern with the flow and conveyance of fluids with water and sewage. So um, a hydraulic engineer is going to learn how to take water and move it places. So they're going to be designing um, water flows off of roads, pipe systems um, to make sure that the amount of water can go into a pipe or a culvert, uh, making sure water flows correctly. Um, hydraulic engineers also do modeling of streams and cross sections if in case you want to place a structure in a stream um, how is that going to affect the water upstream or downstream a hydraulic engineer would do the analysis on that um, so each one of these engineerings all play into a project and we'll kind of see a little bit more about that later uh, transportational engineering <coughs> is the application and technology with the specific principles of planning, functional design, operations, and the facility management to provide a safe, efficient, rapid, comfortable, convenient, of course economical, um, and environmentally compatible movement of people and goods. So transportation is always really interesting, especially because that's probably what you think about when you want to be a civil en engineer is you think transportation. Um, so a couple of exhibits that I show here, a transportational engineer, this is the Jane Byrne interchange, <coughs> they're going to do all the studies with traffic movement. They're going to find the best way for cars to get to point A to point B. So for instance, in this location, they found that um, this ramp right here would be a great addition that to relieve congestion in this interchange. So they're going to do a bunch of studies on car uh, annual traffic volumes, um, configurations to figure out the best efficient way to move people. Um, this picture is actually downtown at, I believe, Madison Street, the bus station, and they're going to go ahead and configure it. Okay, so this should be a one-way with a turn. This should be a through lane. Okay, this is the bus lane. They're going to do all the configurations and layouts of how is the best way to transport people. <coughs> Structural engineering. So this is what I studied in college, and I actually practiced being a structural engineer for the last five years of uh, my career. This is a picture of the Clark Bridge in Alton, Illinois. Um, I actually did the inspection on this structure. I'll go into a little bit more detail. But structural engineering is the theory based upon physics, physical law, the empirical knowledge of the structural performance in different materials and geometries. So. What that means is that you have to like physics to be a structural engineer. You like to have like you'll like to like to um, you'll have to like math. Um, what you're going to be doing is that you're going to be studying the different materials and how it re reacts to different forces. So the two main components with materials in structural engineering is typically steel and concrete and how they interact depending on what force is acting. So you're going to be working with a lot of modeling. Um, because when you're building a complex system, such as this building, um, there's going to be different forces on different members. And so you're also going to be working with drafting tools. <coughs> so you're going to, for a bridge perhaps, um, so you're going to be doing lots of calculations um, based on what you are designing. So lots of, lots of um, math and physics and forces and different materials. So, 
And this is the structural engineering that you need the extra license for. Good question. So structural engineering license is usually required in earthquake states. So we have a big fault line in the southern Illinois that could affect the Chicagoland area, hence why Illinois needs it. 